and welcome back to the Mancunian candidates. And it's election night, it's all going well. Kentucky went blue and then flipped back to red, but we're going to get into that later. We've had a couple of messages, one from a very good friend of mine, Mark, who's always supported me throughout the years, and he sent his good regards and wishes for this show. So, hi, Mark, and thank you very much for, for tuning in. Thanks for everybody who's who's watching the show tonight and listening on Fab Radio International and anywhere else you're listening to this show. Um, I have another message, so I just want a personal message to you, Nigel, my friend of mine. Um, yes, I did get permission to do this show. Um, the, uh, the the funny thing is, my actual mentor that taught me a lot was actually on the show a couple of weeks ago, so you kind of maybe need to keep up on special events. And uh, yeah, as to my inappropriate uh, comments about our Prime Minister, I'm not going to take a lecture off a guy who got divorced because of being caught in a threesome with one girl yellow-faced up as, a, um, as a, uh, an Indian squaw and the other one dressed as a cowgirl. Now, to be fair, you are mitigated by the fact that you did marry the cowgirl. And in fact, maybe my gift to you is you can use this clip in years to come to show your kids as a sort of how I met your mother story. Hmm. And on that note, is it cowgirl or cow person nowadays? Well, I don't know. It was a cowgirl then. It was a few years back, you know. But I want to tell a story, really. And she was dressed like, you know, the character out of Toy Story? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've forgotten the name now. Woody's little mate, she was dressed like a... Uh, serious yeah. business going on. Oh, before anything, if you want to comment on the show, please do. Mancunian candidates at fabradiointernational.com. It'll come through to us. We've got a few messages to read out later, but just send in your messages and uh, I'll read them out. End the story. Absolutely. But Black Lives Matter, and Tom talked about it, and I was quite. I wouldn't say I was. I got it wrong. I got it wrong. I thought they had a problem. I didn't know they were just going round. I didn't know they were like the IRA. Uh, I just. I wanted to tell a story, but a personal story, really. Uh, <clears throat> when I was a kid, I was an army kid, and we moved. Well, before we moved back from Libya, Benghazi and Libya, um, for six months of my life was hell. Because of this reason, because I was white, because I was English. And the corner shop where I used to go as a kid and get me monkey nuts from, you know, the monkey nuts without being... Yeah. Not KP, monkey nuts. Monkey nuts. You can't buy them now. No, you can't. I had to go there get monkey nuts and all that stuff. And the people around me and my friends, which were local people and local shops, sounds like... TV sketch that doesn't it? Um, it changed, and suddenly from being just—I mean, it was—I was ten, ten and a half. From being like friendly with everyone, people look at me in a different way. Then, then the abuse started. I got called white this and white that, uh, English this and English that. And I couldn't quite understand it because I was ten. So I used to go on the beach and play on the beach, and people distanced themselves from me. Didn't want nothing to do with me because of the colour of my skin. And it really hit me hard and, and made me think about things. And I, I was tense, so I don't, didn't understand it really. But I thought, why, why, why? Came back to the UK, and I, I was going to, went to school in Ashton, Ashton Underline, Tameside. And the first morning there, I walked into the playground, and there's a lad, who was a school bully, it turned out, who had this Asian kid from India, I think he was, and shoved him down a uh, the manhole, lifted the manhole and shoved him, shoved, trying to shove him down it. And they said, you know, shouting abusive terms at him. I won't use the words because it's just mm. wrong. 
And I realised it's like one thing to another is the same. Then I thought to myself, later on in life, and I was about 15 when you think about these things, imagine living through what I lived through for six months all your life, that people just don't trust you. Yeah. Because of the colour of your skin. Yeah. What must it be like for someone living in a place or a state or a town, or in our case, a small town, mm. like Ashton, having been different? And it's just horrendous. Well, and they... I think that the Black Lives Matter movement uh, should be applauded by everyone. I think, I think that at the end of the day, it's convenient. It's very, very, very convenient to take a minority of people causing trouble and to use that to smear all of them. Because do you know what that st- that means that you don't have to deal with the problem then because you can just put them down to the terrorist group and you don't have well, to do well, anything. What I realised is in my case it was Colonel Gaddafi who who was spreading the information via you know the media at the time which was yeah. on the TV and radio that the you know the white so and sos are here in our country taking our jobs you know type type effort. yeah I know and so yeah. it's always about power. So the thing about you know, so minority groups, it's about power for some reason, wanting to control, mm. uh, and it's just, it's awful, isn't it? How, it, it is. So uh, at age 16, and I, I was in a punk band later on, and it was really against anything to do with discrimination. And it's just, it's just so, it's so obvious, yet people are taken in by it. And I was upset, really, by Tom's answer. Uh, about Black Lives Matter, calling them extreme. It, it, it now, is. Now, obviously, you won't get idiots yeah. out in any group whatsoever, and there is going to be issues, aren't there? Yeah. Because knobs are knobs, no matter where they're from. No matter the colour of your skin, you've always got a knobhead. But you see, it, it's not equal treatment, though. That's the problem, where you take every group's got a knobhead. Well, well, I'll tell you that one of the biggest knobheads, I'm trying to remember his damn name now, is the, uh, is the guy who went to the protests armed and make no bones about this this is the problem with donald trump this is the big problem with donald trump everything's got consequences it's been going on for years with the right it's been going on with fox news for years years and years ago there used to be a doctor called dr tiller and he used to perform late term abortions that were still legal and he would help really desperate cases if you went to him and you were a victim of a rape or an assault or something like that he would get permission to to perform the the abortion and no an abortion is a terrible thing to happen it's a tragedy for everybody involved and at, at the end of the day though what's a bigger tragedy raising a child under those circumstances it's absolutely you condemning a, a woman to a life sentence and it's all right for people like rick santorum to say well that's god's reward for your rape having that baby which he literally said by the way and and he's now still a contributor on cnn but the the problem you've got here is that guy that I was mentioning, Trump, when um, this guy was called by Bill O'Reilly on Fox News every night, he kept referring to him as Tiller the baby killer, Tiller the baby killer. Two weeks later, he's shot dead on the car park outside his clinic. Trump has done that on an uber scale. He's been weaponizing these words, these words, and making people get angry. You had a guy that was traveling round with CNN re- and, and MSNBC reporters' pictures on the side of his van with gun targets over them, and he started sending bombs to people in the media that were left-wing, that were critical of Trump. The guy who shot 
the the people at the um, Black Lives Matter um, thing. I can't remember his name. He's, he he did him in with an AK forty seven. And then it, the footage turns up. There he is on the front row of Donald Trump's um, Donald Trump's rally. And I just don't know. I, it confuses me because I, I love Tom to bits, and I know he's a thoroughly decent person. And that's why I know me and it, we've got to be at odds on some things. But I do get confused. This, that's why I ask so many questions. I'm not a, actually trying to rip into no, anyone. No, I just no, want no. to know. This is the point on why we, it's we, okay. I mean, Tom it supports the Republican values. But the values, I think, at the moment are well, so what, what, extreme. Here's the it, thing. It's beyond... Well, what are Republican values now? And, and maybe that's something we should ask Tom. What are they now? Because they used to be... Cons- the Republican Party was yeah. a, an old-school conservative party. Yeah. And some of conservatism, you can actually, even on the left, get your head around some things, some parts of it. And But there's a certain point where it's not that anymore. It's not a conservative party, which is why you've got these people who are part of the Lincoln Project running all the ads. This is why we had all these Republicans appearing at the Democrat convention. And I've got to say, anybody who thinks that if Biden wins they're going to take the country's going to take a hard steer towards socialism they want the head testing because those those republicans are going to want stuff for their support and it isn't going to be left-wing stuff they want doing no i actually believe that the um republican party and the people in the states don't know what socialism is they, this, no. they feel like it's some sort of communism they or, or yeah. something. They haven't a clue what no, socialism they don't. is. No, they don't know what it They've is. They've never lived in it. Just, no. you know, if you go on a holiday, go to Europe, and you'll understand. They go to the Scandinavian countries especially. It used to be come to the UK. It's not anymore. But that is socialism. Why are you caring about each other? Uh-huh. That's the whole idea of socialism. No, no. It's a care. It, yeah. Health. Health. For goodness sake, health one thing but you see this is the problem when the the big thing that we said remember when tom said why is excited one of the first things they ever asked him why are you excited about about trump and he said well it's because i'm going to have a businessman come in and fix the country use this business acumen to fix stuff well here's the problem that sounds all right on paper you treat the com- the country as a company and you install someone as a CEO rather than a president so he's going to then really make it work great and make it to whose advantage but here's the problem yeah Yeah. that's what I was about to say this is why you then end up with a situation where the postal service even before it was gerrymandered into dropping election ballots and and getting rid of boxes and interfering he was after defunding it because he kept complaining going well they're not charging enough it loses money it loses money right listen Listen, we need to clear this up. It's called the Postal Service. It's supposed to be run at a loss to service the entire country in something that helps keep the country going. You can't make a profit out of everything. You can't make a profit out of roads. You can't make a profit out of, of loads of stuff. And the problem with America is it needs to be, even without Trump, it's obsessed with making a profit out of everything, which is why you've got a, a profit-driven healthcare system. It shouldn't be profit-driven. Joe, you, know, uh, you know, you used to say measurement, measurement of government is how happy the people are. Yeah. How happy are the people in the States right now? I don't know. Some are very happy and some are extremely The extremely miserable. rich ones are very, very yeah, happy. Yeah, they are because they've had a I bump, think the GOP... You know. 
uh, and you talked about it before, is, yeah. is divided. Yeah. I think they've got to look at themselves. When it's over and Biden does win, which I think he, yeah. he may win, because uh, look at itself and think what do, what do they stand for? What are well, their values? Which you just talked about. Well, Trump's ahead in Florida. I think Trump Makes has to great. win Florida. If he doesn't win Florida, it's over. Yeah, I know. It's, I know. It's, well, it's he, he does, but we could do. If you mean I, Biden could really do. With, hopefully, with we'll get the results from Florida around two a.m. Now we should have on the phones on our video. I think is that right? We're going to come through. Is Raina? Raina, you there? Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well, how are you? You're still looking cool. I Thanks. Um, <laughs> the, actually, the, uh, the broadband and the communications is working fine. There's no delay, so, Mike. Very good. Um, we've, uh, we've been talking about Black Lives Matter before with um, our friend Tom, and he... Go, he does concentrate on a lot of negative things such as the violent acts and the rest of it and, and was describing it as a terror as terrorism, some of it, a terrorist organisation, mm -hmm. and we were sort of having words about that. What um, what have you got to say to somebody who, who would come at you with that appro approach and actually accuse you of, of helping terrorism? Um, what about promoting equality for black people seems particularly terrorist to that person? Yeah. What about equality seems particularly threatening? That is what I would actually ask that person because uh, Black Lives Matter is actually an all-inclusive uh, organization. It's not like it's just for black people. Um, the emphasis is on black lives because black lives are disproportionately uh, killed by law enforcement officers here in the United States. Um, but it's not a terrorist organization. It's really just asking for equality. We don't want any more rights. We just want the same. How do you feel things have been during the last uh, six months since uh, George Floyd? And, well, I was, I was just going to say George Floyd, but they come thick and fast. Um, to, to me, the, the shocking one was the gentleman that got shot six times in the back. That made all the news stations over here in the U UK. Um, we, 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 we find it hard to believe, you know, that this could be going on and people are not calling it what it is, you know. Well, it's, it's funny that you say that because I have no idea which one you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, like when you yeah. say the one that made the news, I mean, there's literally... The there's name now. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a shooting. I mean, in yeah. L.A., there's, there's been a shooting, a, a, a deadly shooting every week almost, Yes. since the George Floyd incident. And yes. I mean, and the irony of calling Black Lives Matter a terrorist organization is just completely negating the fact that the that policing in America is actually a terrorist organization because you have an entire class of people that are able to, are basically able to get away with murder legally. Do you um, think, so do you think, the, sorry to interrupt you, do you think the issue behind the police is training or do you reckon it's recruitment? I don't think it's training or recruitment. I think it is much, it's much deeper than that. Um, there's no amount of training that can eliminate implicit bias that is, uh, that is cultivated through the culture that is America. Um, this is, the issue of racism is something that America as a culture has never really come to terms with the legacy of slavery, you know, we call it the great stain, but it is something that we've kind of just said, 
well, this is over with, and, you know, black people are free now, so everything should be fine. So it's, yeah, there's there's really... It, it it feels like it it feels like living in America with the police at the way that they are. It feels like a it feels like a terror a terrorist state because there's no amount of training that can. I'm trying to put this. I'm trying to word this properly. There's no amount of training that can erase someone's an individual's implicit bias. So if you live in a country where all the media that you consume from you know, from, from birth is basically saying that black people is, are a threat, brown skin is a threat, then you're going to take that with you when you join a police force. So it's, you, you can't train that out. So that's why we, when we say abolish the police, it means that we need to completely reimagine the way that policing is done in America because the way that it's, it's done is not clearly not working. It's bad when you have the totally polarized political situation like you get a lot of countries in europe that have a constant rainbow coalition of parties that have different views and it's proportional representation here in the uk we've got first past the post you'll either have a party that's much more leaning towards the rich and the better off and business or slightly more leaning towards working people labor and conservative over over there you you not getting a consistent run of people who are bothered about these issues. It, uh, this is just my um, understanding of it, where you can have eight years of uh, Democrats with some people in there that are trying to push this agenda. Then when when it goes back over to Republicans again, it uh, it seems to me that you're not getting the consistent, massive, long-term push to fix this problem generationally. Well, that has been, I mean, that, that's the inherent problem with the two-party system. You know, we, we, we have two parties that really don't represent the general electorate, unfortunately. Um, one of the positive things that come out of, you know, all the, all the protests that have happened over the summer is that there has now been a national conversation about race relations um, that has been long overdue. Um, and what we're seeing now, you know, it, it's election night, obviously, here in America. And we had 100 million people vote early election, yes. which was 70% of the total voting uh, electorate in 2016. Yes. So more people are energized because they realize that, you know, your, your vote actually does matter. Um, and... Uh, I think what we need to see, if there, if Joe Biden does win, we need to see um, we need to see it, the Democratic Party in America be pushed further to the left. You know, um, yeah. you know, we we have there we have the political superstars here. You know, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, Bernie Sanders, who have been more left than central, um, and they've been pushing a green agenda. Uh, talking about Medicare for all, free education, you know, the, the things that every other first world country in the yeah, world enjoys except they, for America. I mean, if you if you try to close down our NHS, our National Health Service here, there'd be rioting in the street. We, we see it as a fundamental uh, principle. No 
government would get elected running on a platform where they wanted to sell it and have an American system. And they've tried. They've tried uh, in the, the current government we've got would love to get away they're with trying it. trying to sell bits of it off. Yeah, they? they tried uh, bits here and bits there, but it, it's so important. And that's why it's it was such a shame to us watching what's happened twice to Bernie. Um, he He did win that nomination, in my opinion, looking at the figures and what mm -hmm. went on first time. And then to watch it all happen again. I mean, and, and I've got to say, is, uh, it was really bad watching Buttigieg and, and co all pulling out in the week, running up to Super Tuesday, which it cleared the path so that Joe Biden could could sweep in like this. And it just must be very, is it frustrating for you that people are so scared of just going over to the left just to make life a bit fairer? It's infuriating. I mean, it's not frustrating. It's 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 absolutely infuriating that uh, that that we can't bring this country more to uh, to a place where policies are more beneficial to the general electorate instead of a, a minority of people. You know, here in America, our healthcare is tied to employment. Yeah. Well, what happens when you have the worst pandemic in a hundred years and <laughs> and unemployment's at nineteen percent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, so it. Unfortunately, a, 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 I feel that sorry to interrupt a pandemic that is disproportionately affecting black people. Again. Oh yes, one yeah. in one thousand, one in one thousand African Americans in America have been killed by COVID. Yeah. A question I, I want yeah. to bring up to you is, um, and obviously you're a much travelled person and you know the score. Uh, but when I watch certain say, media outputs like Fox News, they're scared of the word socialism. And it's, I listen to some of the comments, and it's like people don't understand what socialism is. They seem to be confusing it with communism or something else, which is, you know, I don't know. But socialism to me and to Mike is about caring for your society. When I'm in America and I say I'm a socialist, they shuffle away from me at the bar. It's bizarre. And I just wonder your thoughts on that. Why is it such a bad word to be used? Because socialism can be conflated with communism. Yeah. And we were in a Cold War for 50 years with, with Russia. You wasn't, wasn't on your own. We was in a Cold War as well. Right. But I mean, it, it was, I, I just think it's, it's like a, the, the cultural PTSD from that. You know, there was, there was 50 years of, of training the American public to to shy away from anything that was collective, you know, rugged individualism is the, that, that is, that is the modus operandi here. And it's, it's unfortunate because when rugged individualism is the way that people operate, then it's not what's good for the greater. It's, it's not, it's not what's good for us as a collective. It's just what's good for me, you know, unfortunately. Me, 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 me. And that's why. Exactly. I, that's. I, I get from Trump. I mean, that's, there's yeah. a whole world and it's yeah. scary and it's just it's just it would be nice once it if the yeah. states embraced a little bit of decent policies which just, affect I mean you measure yeah. a government by how it looks after its people allegedly uh, and by I've the seen, weakest look, members yeah by yeah. the weakest members yeah. uh, and you see what goes on particularly here at the moment because we've got a conservative government but in the states for many many years and no matter who gets in and I think when Obama got in I thought there was actual change going to happen but obviously he was restricted as well but change didn't happen too much did it and it's it's disappointing it 
to me, I was talking to Tom Anderson before the Republican, and he said, why are people flocking to America then if it's so bad? And I'm thinking to myself, I don't know anyone flogging, you know, wants to move to America, unless it's, you're rich and you can sit by the seaside. Well, I made it clear that I got a place in America. I yeah. go there, I spend a lot of time in America, and the only thing, and I would, I would live there because I love the people and it's amazing, but two things, really major things, uh, the, the availability of guns worry me. And, it, yeah. it, and then the second one is the healthcare system. It's just if something bad happens to me, I'd be worried. The green policy. There are 400 million guns. In There are more guns yeah. in America than there are people. There are 400 million guns for 330 people. Yeah. And it's that's insane. part of the reason why, yeah, that's part of the reason why things feel so tense here is because yeah. it's, they, in, in America, they have, they have stopped selling ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bad it is. That that well, yeah, I got that. Yeah, I mean, the expectation there may be issues correct. after this. But the the thing is, we I've heard this all the time about the guns are not the problem. It's the training. It's the mental health issues. It's all the rest of it. At the end of the day, I can only say what I've seen. We had a gun problem here. Where we're based, where this is broadcasting from Manchester in in north of England, and and the. We had a problem in Manchester for a while. In the early 90s, it became there was a drug problem and drug dealers had little wars on the street and it was called Gunchester for a while. The, the guns were banned in 1997 and it took mm -hmm. a year or two for the guns to run out and, and the supply of them. There was an amnesty and then uh, we don't have gun violence now we don't have death we we, we have we do a few a level which is it's tiny it yeah. was nothing compared to what it was the minute the guns went and it became so difficult and you would get five years in prison or seven years in prison for him being in possession of one and i think people just don't think it's worth it you see and that's all in my i i get that it's a very different country from america but i do i i, I certainly can't understand the mentality of having an AK-47. No, no. no. I've tried neither to can I. But no. I mean, this is this is baked into our national identity. You know, this, yeah. it's the Second Amendment. But behind the freedom of you know speech and expression and religion and um, and the press is yeah. the freedom to bear arms. So mm -hmm. there's. That's that that is going to be 330 odd years of dismantling that that mentality. And that's yeah. why I think there's so many guns here. And I don't think there's any to dismantle that type of mentality without completely fundamentally changing what America is. And yeah. for me, changing what America is on that level would be probably very a, a very violent undertaking. Right. Yeah, because people yeah. yeah, people will fight to the to the yeah. death for their guns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. If Trump wins tonight, um, how do you see the next few weeks, a few months? I mean, if Trump wins, it's... I don't see changing that much there now. I think that people are going to die because of COVID. Yeah. I think yeah. that the, the COVID rate is going to exponentially rise. And that's yeah. the thing that actually scares me the most is the do. carelessness to the approach to the severity of, of what COVID is here. I mean, we have 4% of the population and 20% of the deaths, Yeah, um, which is which is astounding. 
which actually maybe isn't astounding because we have 4% of the population and also 25% of the incarcerated population as well. You know, so, so there, you can see how there's, you know, there's, there's parallels there. Yeah. Um, but if there's another four years of Trump, you know, there's, I imagine that it's going to be just very similar to what it's been now. You know, there's going to be people that look like me, you know, that are going to be more afraid in public spaces. You know, hate have been on the rise. 96% of all hate crimes are committed by right-wing nationalists who have embraced Trump. Um, and it's just going to be more of the same of what we have. We're going to see more cronyism, more tax cuts for the 1%. And you're going to see it's, it's just basically the standard of living for the majority of people is just going to continue to, as how I see a second yeah. Trump presidency because he doesn't have a plan. Yeah. Nor do I think he really wants to even be. I think the only reason with, that he's running for a second term is because he's afraid of going to prison. I believe that as well. Uh, yeah. I, I say that we have projected here, I, I usually write, unfortunately, last time when everybody else was saying he, to ignore him, he's a joke, he won't get in. I said, you don't want to ignore this guy because they, I've seen this before and he's got traction with the wrong type of people here and you could get a situation with an unpopular candidate like Hillary at the time as much as a lot of people wanted a, the first woman president there were some issues and I, she wasn't hitting it with certain demographics and I said he could just get in by a complete fluke of, of the right set of circumstances and the Comey uh, October surprise didn't help and I just think that the problem here, we're thinking tonight, I'm thinking personally, 335 electoral college votes for, for Joe Biden and that he gets in. Now, would you see it at least better that there's a full rebuke of Trump if Joe Biden won tonight, even though... I'm being realistic. You're not going to get change with him. You won't get universal health care free. You won't get all the stuff that you want. And you'll probably have a lot of Republicans who want something for all their endorsements leading up to this point, which especially the governor of Flint, who poisoned the poisoner of Flint is actually there at the convention. I couldn't believe that. But the do you think the rebuke will help in some way to, to maybe make him a one term president a little bit more aberrant and maybe America's not that bad at heart. I, hmm. There is a lot of work that needs to be undone. I don't think that Trump necessarily brought us to where we are now. I think Trump is a symptom of something of something bigger. Yeah. Um, I think part of the reason why Trump got elected was because we had eight years of Obama, and that was probably you know for for a, for someone who is a white nationalist was the most abhorrent thing that could possibly happen to America is that a he's black man with him. is, yeah. yeah, absolutely. He's, he's, he's living rent free in Trump's head, you know, yeah. four years later. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Can you, can you repeat the question? That was, I mean, uh, <laughs> would it, would it be a, would you at least take some comfort or would you think it's useful that, that I think he's go it's going to be a landslide around 335 if yes. things pan out. At least he's a one-term president and maybe it's a rebuke that might help people think twice and think, well, maybe America at heart, we're not that bad after all. You know, the world's a better place than it seemed for four years. 
Um, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not that optimistic, um, but I do think that at least, at least with a Biden presidency, we can get this pandemic under control because that yes. is like the first and foremost thing that we need to focus on. This it, election yeah. is a. It's it's really a referendum on Trump's uh, on, on Trump's performance as a president for the for the past four years, and it's it not been very good. I mean. Almost a quarter of a million Americans died in eight months. Yeah, it's I mean, if, if, it, it's it's hard it's hard to to really yeah. grasp that number. That, three that nine a elevens a week. Yeah, three nine elevens yeah, a week. So I, it's shocking. It's I mean, it's it's it, it's 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 completely shocking, and it was completely preventable. And all of the all of the news that came out, knowing that he knew what was happening and chose to do nothing. Um, under a Biden campaign, at least we can get that part under control. That is the thing that is on fire that needs to be put out right now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, and, we, we yes. feel so sorry because we've got it quite bad. We've got our, we, t- we call him our dollar dollar uh, store version of Trump, Boris Johnson. Uh, he, he would very I mean, I would argue that Boris Johnson is a little bit more refined than Donald Trump. I mean, at least Boris Johnson had some you know, involvement in politics and yeah, I mean, he tried, I mean, but at least he could put together a sentence. You oh, know, yeah. But Trump is just, yeah, he's not as bad, <laughs> but he, he actually does look to Trump for, he's quite admires him. Well, he can get away with, yeah, he would yeah. love to get away with what yeah. Trump gets away with, but yeah. here you, you would get, he would get rioting here on a massive level if he tried some of the stuff he's done. But the, he, but the, I will say that, you know, I, we all hope that you, you get it under control because we're, they're not just figures. And we're looking at that when it started to get over 200,000, I, I couldn't believe no. it. And I do care because I go out there and I see a lot of American people that I'm friends with and I'm terrified that I'll hear that something's happened and when you got this huge amount we're heading for you know quarter of a million people it's going to get to the point where everybody knows someone who's died everybody does like in New York when everybody knew someone who'd died in 9-11 and it's going to be the whole country mm-hmm. um, we've got to sort of a wrap it up now uh, Raina, uh, we do appreciate your time and we'll see you Absolutely. In, in about um, and two hours' time. I think two hours' time we'll come back to and it. We might know some more yes. results. We might yes, know and I will, be broadcast, I will be broadcasting from a, uh, um, we're going to a direct action because um, LA is quite tense right now. Right. Oh, well, <laughs> well take, please be careful. Yeah. We'll see you in a bit. Always. Okay, Thank great. You. Thank you for having me. Thank take you. Care. Okay. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Um, and that was Raina over in L.A. Uh, what a smart, intelligent woman she is. It's, it's depressing because you, she deserves better than this. She deserves, with, with that, such optimism and a good heart like that, yeah. you, you, she doesn't deserve it. And, and it, it seems so help, helpless. She's talking about maybe, from the way she's discussing it, it might take 100 years to even yeah. start to change these attitudes. Yes. But she's still going out there tonight. Still going out there, even though it feels hopeless. She's still going out there tonight. Yeah, um, I, I'm actually quite lost at the moment with America. I, mean, I hope when Tom we speak to Tom again, I hope he can say a few words that can change my mind. But I think certain people live in little bubbles, don't they? And it's this is bubbles. Um, it's not a COVID bubble, but you say it's secure. Well, perhaps it is. And therefore, you know what's outside your bubble. It's somebody else's problem. And I feel at times. 
Tom is a little bit like that, but I'm sure he'll come back and say completely the opposite. Um, who knows? I, 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 I just, but I before don't. we go, before we go, and we are going in in a few minutes' time, um, and we're back because the results will start yes, from absolutely. one a.m. UK time. I just want to talk about the lockdown here in the UK a little bit more, just a few minutes more on it, and, and I just I'm lost. I said before, I'm lost, confused, and obviously you're affected in it far more than I am by the companies you own, which are closed at the moment. Yeah, uh, and I, I suppose. Uh, well, what how, do you how do? How do you cope? Well, I'll tell you how you cope. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, things like this have happened before over the centuries, over time, yeah. and it was only a matter of time before there was some pandemic like this or something. Yeah. It's quite biblical. This is the sort of stuff they write about in scriptures about, oh, the, you know, the time of whatever, and you know it wasn't God. It wasn't some mythical made-up creature. It was There was a plague, there was a whatever. And this is, it's a plague. It's a modern-day plague, and we've not had to deal with it. Uh, we thank God we didn't have the big thing to deal with that we're all worried about, war. nuclear war. Yeah. We, we grew up at a time where a lot of people younger than me do didn't no. thank god didn't no. grow up with thinking there'd be an air raid siren and duck and cover and then suddenly it's it's oh, everything's over and these things are difficult to live with i find right now the frustration is that we've got leadership across the pot across the pond it's insane over here there's problems don't get me wrong he's not dealing with it right but, but compared to what's going on in the states it's crazy and I always admired the United States for its 50 states and its different governors and the colour it, it was a country but it also allowed for the individuality of each state to flourish and have an identity you could go it was like travelling on one landmass to lots of different countries and Mark it's great it's a bit of up but, and down of that Mac thing it's a bit rosy yeah I know I'm just getting to that aren't I obviously that was just a two part statement where I go oh I thought it was this but just it's kind of, actually kind of. that yeah and um, no this has shown the weaknesses of of that setup when you cannot get all those states to no. do the same thing and it had to be a lockdown because you are on a continent there where you can fly in between these states easily you can travel you can drive you can do that so you can't just have all the all these different sets of rules mass mandate at the end of the day the fish rots from the head the trump had have been heroic about it and wore a mask all the time he was seen in public and be seen to doing it he, he, people would have worn it and they would they estimate there'd be 80,000 people less dead now so he didn't do that so what else do you do you you support your scientists which he didn't and he's mocked them he's laughed at them he's at a, a, a rally where the latest chump that chump tramp yeah, but actually that's quite a Freudian slip chump tramp chant. I can't say it now Trump chant is fire Fauci, fire Fauci. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And welcome back to the Mancunian Candidates. Um, my earpiece has just fallen out, so I'll I'll just get this. Is that a it. euphemism? Um, well, here's the news. The latest news: we've just been kicked off YouTube uh, for breaching something or other. We have an idea what it may be, but we're not 100% sure. But we kicked off. However, if you're listening on the radio station right now, 
uh, or you're watching on YouTube right now, we'll try our best to make sure it doesn't happen again, hopefully. Um, but there we go. We, we can all feel. But where are we up to, Mike? Where or in other words, I'll behave this time. Yeah. Uh, okay. where, where are we up to on the latest um, score on the doors? The score on the doors, there are no great shocks. Um, Kentucky went almost blue at one point, yeah. which is just bonkers because that, as you can imagine, is just the, the most... That's been called for the Republicans now. It's swung to exactly what you want. Um, 58%... Have uh, voted for Trump and 40.2 percent have voted for Biden. Uh, Texas is still in play, um, but you're gonna you won't believe this. Um, Texas is 53.8 percent uh, of the vote so far counted, yep. um, and it's for Biden. 44.9 percent for Trump. That is absolutely catastrophic. That um, I mean that is unbelievable. Oklahoma has gone... Uh, they, they, so far, we're talking So about. far, yeah, yes. absolutely, so far. Um, Oklahoma's gone for Trump, but the figures are not final yet on that. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot in play just now. Now, um, Tennessee is a great example. Tennessee, you, you won't get a Democrat elected in Tennessee in, if you, if for the next 100 years you won't get that. So that's 70-odd percent for Trump. These are the ones that aren't the problem. Ohio... Is, uh, is a very important one. Yeah. Now, let's have a look at Ohio, because if I've got the figures here, and we said uh, this, is, this is a shocker, right? Ohio, at the moment, is 59.6% um, for Biden, and 39.3% of the votes are for Trump, which puts uh, Biden 60% to 40%. Um, and in 2016, Trump won it by 8%. Wow. That is a big, wow, wow, big, wow. big, massive problem for Donald Trump. He is, if he loses Ohio, it could be the beginning of the end of this. We expect to know Florida in a, about 55 minutes' time, I think, if I'm correct. Indeed, yeah. Um, I see, there's a thing why everybody was saying, uh, we, we're not going to get a vote, we won't get a verdict tonight. Well, yeah, I'm telling you, we are calling this tonight. It won't be final because it needs to be a concession and you've got a child in office who probably won't concede. But I've got to tell you that the maths are going to be very apparent by either three to four o'clock today. We are going to know. And I've got to tell you right now that Ohio, the vote is not looking good for Donald Trump. And that is an essential win for him. It's an essential win. And, um, and no Republican, right? I just want to make this clear. No Republican has ever won the presidency without Ohio. And that state is one of the states that swung hard to Trump in 2016. So what this state actually is, is not some Democratic stronghold that he managed to get some votes out of. This was a state that had the Trump effect where loads of people who otherwise wouldn't have voted for the Republicans suddenly went, no, this guy was sick of this, was sick of the... And this is a classic, what you'd call over here, a Brexit state. Ohio has made this a very uphill struggle for Donald Trump tonight. Scores at the moment are Joe Biden, 85 college votes, electoral college votes, that is, and Donald Trump, 55. But it's early days. It is. 270 is the winning line. It's pass that is. to win. Uh, and they're saying at the moment it's very, very close in Florida. 
Ooh, uh, what's your latest thing there, Mike? Oh, oh also, want... don't forget, yeah. uh, just for people who are just tuning in now on the radio or by the YouTube channel, we've changed channels slightly. I think we're going out on a different channel now because we were kicked off for something that's happened. But we're back on again. We'll try and be good boys. We'll try our best to be good Whoopsie. boys. Um, um, three strikes, you know. <clears throat> yeah. No more mics. I said, I'll behave, I'll behave, behave. now. Okay. All right. I get it. So, um, yeah, Florida. Do you want to? Do you want to know the ins and outs of Florida? Well, tell us. Right, Florida. Um, this has been a very pivotal vote. The winner here has usually won the presidency in each election since 1992. Yeah. So it's fair that you can base a lot on this. Um, it's got the third most electoral votes of any state in the United States, and in 2008, the Democrats won it by three percent. In 2012, it dropped down and they only scraped in by 1% of the vote. Last time, Trump got just scraped in. He managed to do a swing of 2% and won it by 1%. At this moment in time, Florida, uh, Trump is ahead. 49.9% of the votes counted and Biden has got 49.2% of the votes. Ooh, close, you are literally talking about 60,000 votes in uh, and so far, there have been nine million, nine million votes cast, and there's only fifty thousand votes in it. Florida just had an email in. in. Just had an email in. It's from Mary, Mary, who's in um, Pennsylvania. Uh huh. She says, "You Brits don't know what you're talking about. Trump rules." Yeah. Trump rules? I've not heard that one before. He does rule. Right, Mary, Mary. Here's the problem. You see, Trump isn't supposed to rule. Trump is supposed to govern. Not rule. If you want rule, we'll come back over and we'll bring the Queen with us and she can run everything if, the, if you're all right with that. You want a ruler, we've got one. We've got a monarch here. So, we, you know, she can do both. She can walk and chew gum. I'm looking forward to um, talking to Tom Anderson afterwards. See what he's got to say, especially after the talk we had before with Raina in the um, state of... California in um, LA. Um, I'm just hoping that I'm really hoping that just the GOP will change a bit and, and, and bring it in a bit. Bring it in a bit, guys. I said that radio station I listened to yesterday was it could have been ISIS broadcasting. It yep. was horrendous hate speech. I don't know. YouTube, Paul. are you listening to this hate speech? Yeah, hate you speech. Know, not, not, to... not someone being a bit rude and outspoken. No, no. Um, anyway, <clears throat> the. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, what surprises me with you is it's good that you want to look for the good in people, but you're expecting a little bit much at this stage. It's like me going home tonight and the cat there, Mr. Paws, and I'm disappointed because <coughs> he, he's not barking at me. You know, uh, well, you know what, what uh, you're dealing with. <coughs> why are you expecting some weird sort of behaviour and compassion from people that have not shown it for, for as long as you can remember? Well, you just hope for humanity, don't you? You hope that it yeah. will be a better place. And that, you know, governments are supposed to be there to care for the people, which I said before. You know, you just want people to be happy. If the world is happy, imagine the what a place happy. would be. It, it, imagine. Well, you know, there's been time. Everybody's I mean, happy. There's no, do you know what? There's never everybody happy. I mean, the closest... No, but you, you try and get towards it. Oh, aim no. for that. Well, the problem is, the, yeah. it, it doesn't happen, and I'm hoping it will, But and I do hold out hope, but at the end of the day, the closest you've had to all the world happy was VE Day, where you have all the images around the world, people partying in the streets, World War II's over, but you've got to remember, 
There was a lot. There were a lot of burn. Yeah, let me finish. There were a lot of burn victims in Nagasaki. There were a lot of people in in Japan who were suddenly the entire country is completely fucked. And uh, and and Berlin didn't look so great. No, it didn't. So there's always someone. It's a zero sum game, you know. Yeah. Zero sum game. Sometimes. Uh, I think we had a ghost in the studio there. We did uh, again, I repeat myself. If you want to contact us, please do Mancunian candidates at fabradiointernational.com. Okay, I've got and some. And we shall read them out. Got something coming in? I've got something coming in. It's a good one. Um, Michigan. Yeah. Right, Michigan. Here we go. Michigan, this was Trump's narrowest win. And it was a real shock because yep. at the time everybody thought, well, Michigan, it's a, it's a given. The Democrats took it for granted. They took it for granted for, uh, to the degree where they didn't even go there very much, leading up to it, thinking, oh, well, Trump will never get here. But he did get here. To put it in perspective, 2008, Obama's landslide. The Democrats romped it with an astonishing 16%, followed in 2012 by Democrats getting pretty substantial again in um, by winning it by 10%. Trump got it. Trump managed an 11% swing in the last election. In 2016, he won Michigan by 1%, which, again, I'm just going to throw this hypothesis that I keep putting out there, suggests that these were people that would have been Democrat who just went, no, I'm sick of the system, I'm sick no. of everything, I'm going to vote for this guy and see what happens. And now they've seen what happens and it could be that they're coming back. So let's get the figures now. Trump won it by 1%. Previous years, 10% to the Dems, 16%. Um, Biden is ahead. He has got 71.2% of the votes and Trump has got 27.7% of the votes. But I just want to point out that there's only been 48,000 votes cast so far. So this could dramatically change. But, but this is another one that he needs. This was part of what he was crowing about when he said his, his, he demolished the blue wall. Well, this was part of the blue wall. So that is quite a substantial start out the gate. Texas is a uh, surprise to me, but it's not surprising me. It's, it's, it's in, early say, yet. Yeah, in Texas, it's, early yet. It's, it's leaning towards the blue side. However, if these... Um, Quite a lot, actually. It's, it's these, widening. It's yeah, widening. if these towns grow and people, more people come into work, it's going to change the cultural map of yeah. the uh, county and state. So it's to be expected that these states, which are normally, normally red, will turn blue if the population changes i've got a list here of senators that i want to go through at some stage well, people i went mike wants them to lose their job list that's what it is well hopefully soon we will have tom anderson uh joining us um and it gives a an idea of uh his view of what's happening i'm quite looking forward to that and hopefully it can change things as well and hopefully the gop hopefully the world i want the world better tonight i want the world so, better tonight i'll live in a, a land of Fairies, I know, and nonsense. A reminder to people as well, if you're listening via the radio station, fantastic. But if you do want to watch us on YouTube, I'm sure there's a channel actually playing us out right now. Um, and I've just had the nod from uh, our guy, online guy, saying, yes, it's going out on, on a channel. We've not been kicked off yet. So we will be careful uh, on some of the stuff that's gone on before. Um, but hopefully you'll stay with us. And, um, you know, I've got quite a few strong... 
results to come in one way or another. Oh, they're flooding in now. They're flooding in now. They, they are. Um, you've What's it's the situation? nothing major. Virginia's gone to Biden, no shot. But I mean, a Mississippi's gone to Trump. Yeah. A Mississippi. Missy, yeah, it's called Mississippi. Not going to Trump would be astounding. Yeah, you know. And in news on Florida, uh, Florida is forty-eight point eight percent for Biden and fifty point four percent for Trump. It is very close. I, uh, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not comfy with that. I think it's quite clear, isn't it, that um, he has to win Florida. How many seats are available in Florida? Um, Florida. I've got 20, 29, 29, which is, is it's a big, it's the third, you know, the third biggest. Texas and California are the other. You've got to California 55, 55 yeah. Texas 38, and Florida 29. So, if, if, <clears throat> how on your reckoning then, if uh, Biden wins Texas. Oh, it's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. If he wins Texas, it's the biggest upset you've had in, in, in decades. Right. Because he's, he shouldn't win. He shouldn't have any chance of winning. I mean, you're talking about when Obama got a landslide. He won by a massive landslide in 2008. And Texas still went to the Republicans by 12%. And tonight, tonight, it, the, um, in Texas, we are looking at 51.2% against 47.4%. And you know that's a lot of votes been been counted there already. Um, if this goes this way, Trump's in for a fucking nightmare tonight. Um, we shall see. We shall see. Um, hopefully, like I say, we'll have Tom Anderson back on this show in, in a few minutes' time and get his view on what's going on. Uh, a reminder again, though, if you want to comment to the show, please do. Mancunian uh, candidates at fabradiointernational.com. Yeah. Uh, we thank you've got quite a few more to read out uh, later on. Um, some about you, Mike, some which aren't so nice. Oh, well, you know, I've been yeah. married three times, so I'm nice. well, nothing new, is yeah. it? So if you want to abuse um, Mike, please do. Mancunian candidates at fabradiointernational.com. Um, and well, using my tried and trusted secret well, sauce. Secret method, yeah. My secret sauce. You're saying it's just literally started three quarters of an hour ago. What will, if it continues like this for the next hour or two, will be an absolute confirmation that um, that Mr. Biden is on his way. He better get the removal van sorted. Really. It looks, it looks like it to me. I mean, that is a... Uh, I, you know what I'm looking at, and it, it tells me that the markets... There's your, <clears throat> your clue. The markets seem to be factoring in that this is a Biden victory. We shall see. We shall see. Who knows? We shall see. Early yet. We shall see. Early yet. Right. Oh, dear. That's a, that's one to take the smile off, I'm afraid. Oh, Mitch McConnell's been re-elected. I mean, we knew he would be... He won the. He got the Senate seat in Kentucky, but it's Kentucky. It's Kentucky, and he looks like a turtle. And it's always good. And I always look at this north-south divide that goes on. I it's don't know like what, what that. What's the what north-south divide? That goes on with, with the that, states and, and here. And Does I, it? Yeah, oh. it's, a, it's a similar story. Yeah, isn't yeah. It, is really, that why we keep ways. getting kicked in the bollocks? Is it? Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, and maybe why we get kicked off YouTube every now and then. Um, but what you need to do is subscribe to us. Yes. If you're listening via YouTube right now, there's something to do with the bell. Uh, but all I know is you click the button that says subscribe. Right. It costs you nothing. Right. Subscribe. and we, Hit the we, subscribe button for starters. We'll be happy. But the bell uh, is an added little bit that it'll come up and go, 
Mancunian candidates have just put a new video up and you can go, oh, wonderful, the highlight of my day. I can chill out with my mates and we can all chat about the world and politics and what's going on. And you can feel better. Yeah, so uh, just, just subscribe um, and we will be delighted. And a reminder, every single week now, this show will be going out on a Thursday evening. That's nine o'clock UK time, Thursday evening. And we hope... Um, that we we hope the, you know, that sounds corny the voice of the people but something down the road the voice of the common bloke like in the street the voice of the common bloke in the street as a kid I grew up not caring about politics I don't give a damn about politics that's for just for boring stuff and all that but politics affects us in every single way it's obvious isn't it that you need and also I think at times politicians including my party who I'm a member of are out of touch I could go on about the local councils, but that's another story. But politics is important. And if you can voice your opinion to us, we can voice it out to you know, the world, our little world. And we'll be here, and we'll be here for you. So get in touch with us, subscribe, and contact us at mancuniancandidates at fabradiointernational.com. Are, are we having fun yet? Uh, I'm no, having fun. I'm having a lot of fun. We've been kicked honest. off YouTube. Stop going on about it. No, I'm just saying. You, 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 it'll happen it's again. your fault. Uh, Texas has swung slightly. Uh, Trump oh. is now ahead on 49.9% as opposed to Biden on 48.7%. We now have approximately 3.4 million votes in. So we've got a way to go yet. Here we go. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Uh, I know, I think it's possible, but if... Uh, um, for Trump to win Texas and win Florida, combined still win, I, it makes it a lot harder to. I watched something the other day um, saying it's possible, but other states have to come back. He, no, he, he can still win with Texas and Florida gone. He can, and yeah. and the state and the the places he needs to win, he looks to be doing quite well in. Um, Florida's a funny one. It's a very funny one, and and it's surprising to me that Biden isn't doing better than this because of all the problems with COVID there. You have got a lunatic of a governor in in Florida yeah. that literally threw the country open straight away as the earliest opportunity. He, he, while the entire country was erupting in COVID cases, had allowed bars to open with no masks, no social distancing, Eat business as usual. There were literally no restrictions in Florida. And these cases have soared through the roof. And you would think, because of that, and the suffering and the misery, that people would be slightly more pissed off yeah. with his mate, Donald Trump. And it is, make no bones about it, that guy, Rick, uh, the governor of uh, Florida, is he's just cozying up to Trump. In Florida at the moment, 51.1% of people have voted for Donald Trump with a 4 yep. million, no, sorry, 5 million uh, votes in, and Biden's on 48%, uh, on just over um, 5 million. Hopefully, on the phones right now, and he should be quite pleased, I would have thought, is Tom Anderson. Tom, are you there? I sure am, guys. How are you? Uh, we, we, we're getting there. We're getting there. And I do appreciate you being on the show. As you know, we just got kicked off um, YouTube. I thought I'd share that with you. But we're back on again now. Maybe maybe I need to be more polite to our Prime Minister. Anyway. Uh -oh. 
let's uh, yeah no I'm, I'm a good boy now I'm going to be all good now how do you think it's going well I it'll be I'll have to switch screens as I talk to you of course yeah. rather yeah, no than stare at you beautiful guys I mean it looks like I see Florida uh, from what I can see and I have to duck there on the screen well it's like ping pong uh, yeah, is. Trump is up in Mississippi. They're they're switching them. Trump is up in Oklahoma, Pennsylvania. Biden's up, but they haven't. They've only counted four percent. There's so few percentages. Yeah. I'm hesitant to go through this because it's too early. I think I've always thought Trump would take Florida, so, and I yeah. think he'll take Pennsylvania. But I don't know if he can get Michigan. Arizona, some of the other key states, Wisconsin, you know, it was shocking last time. Um, it, it's just too early. And I know you guys are exhausted. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. We, we're we're going to call it when we know for a fact, like last time. But I, I'm looking at some of the stuff Florida, well. I think it's 86% of the votes are counted. Mm. And it's 50.4% for Trump. But are you, are you not shocked, Tom, with Texas? Because... I just gave up on Texas, and it's close. I can't. Well, I can't see. Why don't you guys read them to me? Well, because te- I'm going to listen to you rather than how read. Right. If I read, then I can't hear. You. Okay. Well, I'll, t- I'll give you Texas now, because as you know, thirty-eight percent of the vote. Yeah, I know. Just, just let me yeah. tell him. Two thousand and eight was obviously Obama's landslide. So you had Republicans twelve percent. Twenty twelve, uh, Republicans got sixteen percent, and Trump got won by nine percent in Texas. And at the moment. Uh, Biden is ahead after around about for about five million votes counted at fifty two point five percent to forty six percent for Trump. Uh, I I I can't remember. I mean, te- Texas to me is Republican heartland. I mean, I'd love to. Well, so is Arizona. Think yeah. about that. No, yeah. there are shifts occurring. I don't know if Trump loses it loses in Texas. Mm. I do think he could lose in Arizona. I'm not worried about that with half in. There are liberal sections of Texas that I could see, especially inner city. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not going to speculate, and I definitely won't argue with you, gents, because I don't know. I mean, I don't think well, he loses Texas. Well, a lot of people were thinking Michigan was was almost a cert for for uh, Biden, and he's way behind Trump at the moment. But the, the, there's only a few hundred thousand. You know, Trafalgar Group, the gentleman that was the one that is a public national survey expert, the Trafalgar Group's pollster called it for Trump and got it almost exact. And he's called it for Trump as of a couple of days ago on this one mm. closely. Yeah. So I don't know if that's true or not. Who knows? And I, and I know you could cite many other <laughs> Posters yeah. that say the opposite. I, I mean, I, I, I get a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of pessimism over here in the UK, and that people who actually don't like Trump are going round telling, uh, they're just all over Facebook going, oh, wait, Trump will win again. He'll definitely win again. And yet these are the same people who last time I was saying Trump would win and they were going, you're mad, he won't win, not after the Access Hollywood tape. And and I said, no, because people are fed up. People are completely pissed off with the system and he represents a chance to to break from that and do something different. And and it, you might find that hard to believe, and but he might win. And then they were shocked when he won and now they're almost resigned to, to him getting his second term. But... 
It's not based on anything yet. And I don't have that inclination that it's an easy win and not that you said that, but I mean, mm -hmm. some may think, well, just by default, he'll win again. He's got momentum. I would say he has momentum over the last two weeks. You must admit at 74, he's really kicked butt in going to, and we had to cut it short with Paul last time I was about to say that when you look at 30, 40, 50,000 people at events and he's at three or four or five a day, day after day, you must admit, just as you're, you guys are becoming political experts, yeah. certainly in monitoring and consulting mm -hmm. for how many years you've been doing this now, you must admit that he did gain momentum from that. I and mean, of course, it's a double the last sword. week. It's a double-edged sword. These rallies uh, make him look like, yeah, he's got energy. He's, he's not an old fogey. He's capable he of doing it. Yeah, and all that. But here's the problem. You've got a bunch of people who are worried about COVID, and I honestly think that those rallies are very damaging to him. I think that it looks dangerous. It looks scary. Like when um, Amy... Well, but um, that's from your lens, Mike. Well, Think no, about I'm, the I'm hearing it off other people LA, in the Republican as well. Raina. I, I, Raina. I, yeah. Raina before. Yeah. What is there? The girl from uh, our yeah. uh, candidate in L.A., is worried stiff about the COVID situation. A lot of people are, and they see these these Young. events, and they look they're quite scary, and it make it gives him the impression, rightly or wrongly, that he's not taking it seriously, and people are scared about about it. But the but the big thing is like the the event that he had with the uh, when he was introducing um, Amy Coney Barrett, who, and literally the front two rows of 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 that event all got COVID. And it looked, it didn't look good. And I think that that's the downside to them rallies. The upside is he looks energetic and he looks like he's got energy and he's not hiding away from the fight. He's out there. The downside is the wavering people who might have given him another chance, who are scared of COVID, might, he might be put off by that. Yeah. I don't know. It's a different. I mean, I've never, I've never lived through a plague. <laughs> You know, no, I mean, I'm yeah. trying to laugh, but nor, it's absolutely horrible. You know, I, nor have I. if you'd have told me this last time we were hanging out, that that we'd be having conversations like this, I would have found it, it's like something out of a sci-fi film, and people don't know how to cope with it. I mean, we're in bloody lockdown again, with no hope in sight. I mean, it is globally bad, but I mean, I think you're going to end up with a situation where the UK and the US are probably going to be the world leaders in mortality, the way it's going, and we, we the figures are, are terrible, you know, it's, I just wish it'd go away, but what do you do? Uh, I'm looking here on Fox, on their, on Fox News, that they have re probably the best, if you go to presidential election results for the people yeah. watching all, we three, go to foxnews.com presidential election results that tab yeah. and it shows you know where biden has 21 it says uh, or 91 and trump 67 and i don't know how i guess some states have called it but i'm looking at trump oklahoma mississippi alabama tennessee missouri kentucky indiana yes. west virginia and biden illinois virginia and then some of the the eastern states no oh, yeah 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 yeah, they're calling it. Yeah, it's amazing how they call it when eight percent of the voters in. It's it's quite amazing. It's. Uh, I still think the system you've got is a bit crazy, Tom. Uh, I just don't understand it. Uh, I mean, I know you say you're used to it, it works. At the moment, it shouts out to me is eighty-five to fifty-five in favour of Biden. 
in uh, college votes. Um, I don't know. I mean, I thought it'd be close. It's early, though. I thought it'd be close. I still think it will be close. Mike thinks differently. I think, I think it's going to catch fire in a little bit. I, I, do. I do. I think that there's a lot of people. I, this is the COVID election. It's the COVID election and all bets are yeah. off. And I think that, that whoever, I'll be honest, I'm, as much as I dislike a lot of the stuff he's done, and I get why I do understand your point of view, and I, that's why it's nice to talk to you, because it's better than just bloody moaning about everything he does and not understanding why people like Trump. And uh, I think whoever was president in the middle of this pandemic was severely hobbled and at a disadvantage coming into this election. Well, I also think that when it comes to U.S. Senate races, you may not like Lindsey Graham, but Graham and Cory Gardner in Colorado, Martha yeah. McSally, go down the line, Dan Sullivan here in Alaska. People are running, the Democrats or quote, independents are running on this notion that Trump failed them. And so Republicans in in concert failed them. And I do think that that's why you're seeing a shaky U.S. Senate. I never would have thought of that a year ago. The Senate well, you, was, you know, three, four, five, yeah. ahead, locked in. You got, um, you, I mean, you got a concerted effort. I mean, as much as I don't, <clears throat> I do feel a bit sorry for Lindsey Graham because it, literally the entire country has just teamed up to, to fund his opponent and he must feel that that's really harsh after all his years of service. But you see what it it, it is bad when it's playing, when he did do the Merrick Garland thing, it does look bad that he's just turned around and done the exact opposite and it looks like you can't trust him can i just say at the you moment know. north carolina uh 54 percent joe biden 44.9 mm. percent uh, donald trump that's 50 percent of the votes are counted in north carolina it's leaning so that Mr. shows biden. that it's bouncing back and forth because he was ahead earlier ago yeah. earlier so yeah, yeah, that's yeah a, this is gonna I be a wild night this yeah it's gonna be a wild night this is not gonna be like anyone we've covered before um, it's bizarre. I just can't believe Texas because uh, I would have, if you'd have asked me to put money on the Republicans taking Texas, I, it's not over yet. They probably will take it, but I can't believe it's even close. At the moment, 50.6% Joe Biden in Texas, Donald Trump 48.3%, and that's 46% of the votes yeah. counted. And that's 38 electoral college votes. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a big rocket boost. Um, but they always, the Democrats usually just don't think they're going to get it, don't they? Oh, yeah, sorry that was on my side, guys. So yes, I, I think that even there's a shift here. It's going to continue. Ultimately, rather than, because, you know, the public can also um, look at this as we are, and I don't yeah. want them to say, well, are these three guys reading from the screen? We can yeah, do the same yeah. thing. Yeah. The bottom line is that you're going to see a split America. You're going to see America that has your viewpoints, you two yeah. gentlemen. You're going to have an America you're going to see in their votes that think like I do generally. Yeah. And it's a split America. And so there was no referendum. There was no uh, uh, monopoly on support for Biden or Trump. And that is a narrative that is disappointing to me. I'm not going to make concessions that Trump did a bad job, but I will admit that it's disappointing to see America, whatever the root and cause is, whether I'm right and they're wrong or vice versa, that, that we're really 
polarized almost 50-50. And it would be interesting to have a sociologist or historian or something now and in the future when we're long gone, look, you know, hindsight's 2020 and see what the issue is. Well, the thing is... I've just been talking about it for the last two hours. Yeah, absolutely. This is what Paul's been been saying. I mean, it is the division that's disappointing. It's the same. We've got a very similar one, which has gone away now because of covid because that's foremost in everybody's mind. But Brexit was our division just like this. You had 50-50. Everybody was... And people were hating each other because someone had voted to leave, someone had voted to stay. You'd have arguments with someone going, my daughter can't work in Paris now because of you, because her passport won't allow her to. And you had all these problems. And it only went away because of COVID. And everybody's got sure. more important things to worry about. And I think, by the way, here I'm a guy with a political science background. I report the news mm-hmm. every day, and I have an ad agency that helps political clients. Yeah. My mom's from Germany. Mm-hmm. I go there often. You guys know that I follow your politics, mm-hmm. and I'm one, even with all that, that gutturally thought, oh, don't leave. Don't yeah. leave the European Union. I hope they stay. But then when I consult with my team here in America, the Republicans tell me, no, no, you're supposed to want them to break away from the European Union. Yeah. But at the first you know, inclination, it seems like I, I want that to be a, I mean, for travel, for finance, all those things, the euro. So, you know, I, even I will admit well, some ignorance on why it's good yeah. or not. Well, it's, it was all about immigration. It was all about immigration. And it's a very... Very similar card that Trump played about they're coming over here, uh, we're being swamped with immigrants, yeah. some of them are bad guys, they're doing crime. And you'd heard the same stuff that Trump was saying off the people who were voting for Brexit. They were saying immigration, they're coming over here, they're committing crimes, you know, and it was the same thing, you know. What America, you can't see my, my flag hat. Mm. We have the same problems. Yeah. Tom, one of the things I talked about earlier was I was saying that the UK would be better off as a country with Trump winning because there may be a a decent deal to to be done with Donald Trump after we leave Europe. Uh, And I'm saying with Biden, there may be complications because of Ireland and because of his support for Europe in general and obviously NATO. Um, So am I right in assuming that the UK would be better off with Trump staying in power? I think so. And I think that a stronger United States makes a stronger United Kingdom, to be honest. If you noticed, your country and other countries followed suit. They sat a little straighter. They said, you know what, you owe us money too. And it, there became it, it, Trump, ironically, in my opinion, engendered and brought, surfaced some respect back and forth, maybe not to China, maybe not to Russia or Ukraine, but certainly to France and to to less so Italy and to the UK and to Germany, you know, the powerhouses in Europe. And so I would think maybe differently than you're suggesting, Paul, I would think that a Trump victory would mean we could get into some real man-to-man, woman-to-woman negotiations and uh, partnerships and payments and reimbursements. I think respect's going to be built. But you see, the problem here is is it's bizarre. I'll just give you a little background. I won't go into details, but I had to look after um, money. 
because there's a company, and despite all of this crap going on, I've got to make sure that this election doesn't, you know, erode and damage. You're on the board of directors, correct? Yeah, 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 and and all the rest of it. I've got my own companies that I own and one that I'm I'm on the board with, and I had to uh, make sure this was all right. And you have no idea how difficult it was finding companies and chairs and, and places and what to do financially because of this election because for every single upside for trump winning there was a downside and every upside for biden there was a downside i if you're investing in green energy then um you know that that's going to be a nightmare if trump won if you're investing in fossil fuels it'd be a nightmare if if biden won and and i found it so difficult and i had to i i i've even i've even invested in a, a cake box company this week this is how crazy this is you know you can't discover it's such a radical difference between the two but i will say that i think if biden does win um I think it's going to be very difficult because he, Boris, attacked Obama, you see, and he attacked him in a racist way and called him a Nigerian. And Biden has not forgotten about that. And I can't see the cosy relationship that Boris has got with Trump with uh, with Biden and and, uh, Boris. I just can't see it. Well, the other thing is, on our end, nobody likes Kamala Harris from the central to the right. They're not voting for her. And I hope she never makes the mistake to think that that, that the people that voted for Biden were voting for her. There may be a minority or someone from California, a female, that says, yay, uh, she's in there. She looks like me, an Indian or something. And that's just from stereotyping. But But I think that Kamala Harris is disastrous. Well, you see, you you lot are painting her, not you in particular, your party, are painting her in a way of, oh, she's the radical left, she'll pull Biden to the left and all that. I say, say what, what I've got to say here is she is not radical left. I wish you were right. She is no Bernie Sanders. She's not going to want... She she doesn't believe in getting rid of the healthcare companies and having a national healthcare system like we've got here. She doesn't believe in, in free college education, really. She doesn't believe in a load of stuff and she flip-flops. She's, re- she's been taking PAC money until she got shamed into not taking it. She made truancy illegal. She she was locking up single parents because they couldn't afford to take to take the kids to school um she's she's not she's not left i mean god's sake she'd be a member of the conservative party here under boris johnson if she was here and then you've got um the rest of the the stuff about you know the way that she's taken money off banks and all the rest of it and then i hear all this stuff about trump saying oh he'll pull her to the left i wish she would but she isn't gonna and and i'll say something else all these endorsements from these these defected republicans they're not going to suddenly go left wing or center left when biden gets in they're going to be knocking on biden's door going please don't vote against this please don't vote against that i don't i think biden's going to be very constrained when he gets in because he's got to keep your defected republicans happy he's got to keep bernie sanders and his lot happy he's got to keep the center happy and these floating voters in the country and he's got to get rid of a plague well, I, I think the one thing that Biden's going to bring to the table is that he will go, he will work with other parties. Yeah. Trump won't. Mm. Uh, and to me, the, the only way uh-huh. is to come together as, you know, you got, I mean, the, you talked about before, the division in America is uh, unbelievable. And surely it's about time he sort of brought it in a bit 
and work together. I mean, you can't have this complete split. One thing that I wish, Paul, I agree with you. And one thing I wish is that in four years, we we could go almost to the future because I have a hunch if Biden did win, that there would be a lot of I told you so's, that he was not remarkable, he was old. Kamala Harris was a stair stepper, not really patriotic or American centric. You know, she's not going to be visiting visiting the western states or the southern states with, with, with charisma or with, with good intent. And I think Trump has gone to all 50 states or close and, and been thoughtful about it and generous. And he has a kind side. And you might say, well, so does Biden. But I mean, God, Biden's been in almost 50 years. He's He, he comes across with these absolutes. I did this. I didn't do that. Gun control, I did. Funding, I did this. Remember in the debate, people were like, my God, man, you're saying you did everything or fought everything or voted against everything. You, you, what are you talking about? Well, you were one of many lawmakers. You didn't literally do it and sponsor it. And I'm thinking that he will get by unremarkably if he wins. And then in four years, not run again. Kamala Harris won't win. She'll never be president. Yeah. I mean, I can guarantee that. And so it just people might well, say she, she might well, be sure start with Trump. She might be president if you catch my drift. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm just, I didn't say that. I'm just saying what might be at the back of our minds. Um, Because some issues have not gone away. Um, To be fair, it's not as bad as I thought it might be, but, uh, you know, he's done okay. Um, I do... I just worry. I mean, you know, you know, the people are, are bloody exhausted, though. I mean, four more years of Trump, even if I was a Republican and I, I was a right winger, it, it's just every day he said this, he's done that, he said this, he's done that. You, you can't. It's exhausting after a while and keeping up with all of the all the contentions and him attacking this person, attacking that person, and you know, my God, I mean, it, I think people are worn out, you know. I think you may be right with some people, not all people. And I think that whatever that percentage is may not have voted or they might have voted for Biden, which I doubt they probably just abstained from voting. But I will tell you that even with the fatigue of Trump, my guess is they would rather see him another term than a Biden Harris. And I know you two gentlemen look fondly at Pete Buttigieg and Cory uh-huh. Booker and other Democrats, and they didn't win. Biden oh, did, you know, the old swamp. I and not, I'm sure that you feel regretful of that. I do not look kindly on Pete Buttigieg for, for, for many, many, many reasons. I like to point out the wine cellar. Can we just leave it at that? He's not me. He doesn't believe in a lot of things that I believe in. I I think that Bernie would have been a refreshing change, despite the big polarising change. He, he would have given health care. He would have done all that. I, I'm supporting Biden because I don't like a lot of what Trump has done. But, but I'm not going to pretend that is something that is not. You won't get any change with Biden. You just will have less of this nonsense going on that's all i think i i think it's the lesser of two evils i think people i i don't i it's it's not remarkable i don't feel like i wouldn't be excited tonight for example if this goes the way it is i'm not going to be celebrating a biden win i'm just going to be relieved that that trump's not got the nuclear codes yeah 
Yeah. That's all it no, is. I and it's that. a sad, sad bloody thing when you can't even get excited about what's supposed to be my side because I'm supposed to be centre-left and I'm supposed to be going, yay, Biden's what I need to go, oh, right, OK. Um, not, not that great. There were other people that would have been more exciting, you know. On that note, we've got to wind up now uh, and we'll be back in about 15 or so minutes' time. Again, Tom, thanks so much and we'll be joining us in, what, two hours' time? That's right. And remember, folks, to subscribe to the Tom Anderson Show YouTube channel. We have Ted Cruz, Dinesh D'Souza, a lot of big interviews this last week. Paul, listen to some. So we encourage you to to follow Tom Anderson Show YouTube channel. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, ring the bell for Tom. Ring the, the yeah, ring, ring the, the bell. bell he, he doesn't know what the bell is. He doesn't know what that bell is. Right. Okay. We'll see you in a few. Well, about fifteen minutes, twenty minutes time. Uh, Absolutely. There will be on a ticket tape going across the screen. Uh, latest information. And just to go on, it's still eighty-five sixty-one in favour of Biden. Um, but there will be changes. I reckon in the next. 15 minutes. Oh, it's about to. There's a tsunami about to happen because a load of the polls are are closing now. They've gone and we're we're heading across the state from east to west for those who are not uh, United States residents. We'll see you in a short while.